Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about thoughts. I know, I know, I know, but this is a really important one. It's a very simple concept and I want to share it. And I know that it's going to support somebody. So it's really important that you understand like what thoughts are you feeding into your mind because your thoughts literally create your beliefs, your words, your experiences, how you show up, the state Every single thing that you do is going to come from your thoughts. So great. Does that mean I'm not allowed negative thoughts? No, it's just what thoughts are you feeding? You get to decide what that is. Your thoughts have made you who you are. They do. So take care about what you think about yourself. We always think about, oh my God, what is everyone saying about us? You know what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all because the words that you were saying about yourself are far worse than anything anyone else is saying because you live with yourself 24-7. And here's the thing, the words that you're saying, you might be saying, okay, but I'm thinking all the positive thoughts. I'm like like working on those positive thoughts and I'm doing those things, which is great. Okay, it is great. But the thing is, is that our thoughts become our words. So if you are somebody who is always saying negative things about yourself, being really hard on yourself, and you are, you know, it's, it almost comes out like second nature, then the thoughts are driving that. So that's where they're coming from. The words are, are a result of the thoughts that you think all the time, right? 60, 80,000 thoughts a day. You heard me say this all the time in the show. And I just, I wanted to really hit home. 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, 80 to 90%. I repeated from the day before and 90% or more are negative. We are literally repeating these negative thoughts over and over and over. So you might be standing in your mirror saying your affirmations, trying to be positive, which is great. I'm not going to put that down. I'm not. But if you're thinking negative thoughts about yourself, those words are just like pretty affirmation words on top of crappy mindset. That's not going to move you forward. So our thoughts are what are making us. And I want you to ask yourself, like, what thoughts are you feeding? Especially this time of year. And I have a couple more episodes coming with like Christmas type, like end of more end of year type things than Christmas. But as we come to the end of the year, it is really easy to fall into a slippery slope of a trap that I'm not where I thought I would be by now. I didn't get done what I thought I would do next year. I, I, or this year, I didn't, I'm not as far as I thought I would be. It's very easy to do those things. And often when we're doing that, we're so zoomed in on the details that I always say you have to zoom out and really look at 
with all the things that I navigated this year, how did I do? And that's something I always come back to is like really looking at it from that lens of like, how did I navigate all of the things this year? And honestly, I'm just going to toot my horn for a second and say pretty damn good. Like I actually still took care of myself. There's a lot of things that didn't unfold yet the way that I wanted, but they will. And they will, because I know they will, because I'm going to continue with the actions. We all know it's not just the thoughts, right? The thoughts are part of the equation. They actually do um, direct what my actions are going to look like and how I'm going to show up, but it's still, everything still requires action. We know that that's another episode. So your negative thoughts, I want to share this with you. If you're like somebody who thinks negative thoughts all the time and you can't shift them, you can't get them, you know, you can't change that. What if I told you that your negative thoughts are actually not your thoughts? What does that, what does that sound like? What if they're actually not your thoughts? What if they come from other people, right? Other situations, other circumstances, and from our interpretation of what others might've said, from our interpretation of what we made that mean. And it was all done during our most formative years before the age of eight years old. So we have this whole lifetime of playing, you know, the old, I'm going to date myself for a second, but the game of telephone where it's like, you pretend like you are passing a message on. We did this and I remember doing this in school when I was younger. And we're in this circle and you pass it on. And by the time the story gets back to you in like, who knows, maybe 10, 20 kids, the story is totally different. It's like in that time of like, you turn to your partner, you whisper what the story is, and then you pass it on. By the time it would get back to you, it was like, that's not even close to what I said. In that short period of time, with that transfer of information, the story gets diluted. It gets changed. Our perception of what that person said it just gets changed. So a lot of these thoughts or our perception of what people were saying about us really came from in the under the age of eight years old. And so this is how we work as a human. This is how we work as a, with a body of brain, subconscious mind is the second a thought shows up. I want you to think of your body like a computer. The second a thought shows up, then what happens is the hard drive, which is your subconscious mind, 95% of your brain literally goes into overdrive and says, oh, you're, you want proof of that? Okay, let me look for it. Let me find it for you. And it doesn't usually have to look that far. It scans, right? For examples to say, oh, right. Yes, you're correct. You're right. You, you, you can't do this. Remember you've tried it before and you can't do this. And so you're actually not supporting yourself and moving forward. And when you see that it's just literal, it's not personal. It's your subconscious mind's job. It's not personal. It's not even the truth. It's just doing what its job is, is to keep you safe and small. Those thoughts actually aren't yours. You have picked them up at some point in your life and you've carried them and they become your identity. And now all of a sudden it's proof. See, I can't do it. I can't. Like, what if it's never like that? Then what happens? You can see the spiral of that creates that self-doubt. This self-doubt happens. The second I feel like I doubt myself, boy, within seconds, I can see all of the situations where I've tried this and it hasn't worked and it hasn't worked yet, yet, right? Go back to your words, yet. Those, what if those thoughts actually aren't yours? And then you also recognize that, do I actually doubt myself or am I listening to the thoughts that are going on in my head? 
because I see clients so much during my week that are literally in this spiral of self-doubt, literally, like they're not even taking action or they take one step and they're like, see, it doesn't work. There's proof. It doesn't work. I put that post out there. Nobody liked it. Nobody liked it. So obviously like what I do doesn't matter. So just think for a second and I'm not laughing. I just want to put in perspective. You put one post out, you don't get the engagement that you want. You don't look at it and think, wow, maybe I'm not being consistent or maybe I need to, maybe the algorithm is missing it. Maybe it is whatever. All of a sudden the leap is that it means something about you. Oh my God, I suck. Like my stuff sucks. Nobody likes it. Oh my God, I can't possibly show up like that again. And you know what? Like you are talking yourself out of what you're trying to do. You are actually feeding the negative thoughts. You are blocking what is available for you. Because, not because your subconscious mind sucks, but because it's doing its job. It's exactly what it's supposed to do. That's why it's so important that you recognize it when it happens and you see it and it's like, hey, I see you. I call mine Sally. Sally, I see you. Like, I see you. I know what you're doing. And I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. There are times it's important that you are being asked to put your freaking blinders on and stop being distracted by all of the noise out there and what is happening. And then in turn, being aware of like, is that my thought? Did that come from me? Or did I like pick that up from somebody else? Did I just make that mean something about me? Because I catch myself. I do this. Something will happen. I will say something. And all of a sudden, I can hear the thought in my head. And I'm like, wow, that was a leap. (laughs) That was a leap. And then all of a sudden, you're putting yourself down the spiral. So how can you separate it and recognize that it's just a thought? It's just a thought. And what thought are you feeding? Are you feeding the one that says you're not going to amount to anything and it's never going to work for you? Or are you feeding the thought of the direction of where you're going, what you're creating? Because your mind doesn't know the difference. It has no idea on time. It doesn't understand it at all. So feed the version of you that is working towards what you are creating. And I've said it once. I'll say it 10,000 times. If you've had an idea drop down for you, it's because it's for you. It is available for you. It is available for you. Yeah, but Marsha, I don't know how. Yeah, the how's not up to you. The how, like the how will unfold. And the thing is, is that the how will unfold in ways that you can't even see yet. You can't even map out and you can't see. You can't. You know what the other day, I said the other day, it was last month. I had this moment where I was like, I don't know who is going to come into the next round of Outspoken. I don't know who that's going to be. And I start to think, you know, it's really easy to go like, is anyone, was that a fluke? Was that a fluke that people joined the last round? Is it going to happen again? And all of a sudden I can hear these thoughts. It's like this little gremlin is just going and going and going in the back of my head. I'm like, wow, look at that. Like it's, I almost detach and observe it as happening. The one afternoon when I remember having that thought, I got a referral from a friend who I had a phone call with. And within, like it wasn't even immediate, but within probably a week of going back and forth in phone calls, she joined both my programs. I didn't know her the week before. That's what can happen when you can stay open. But if you feed the thoughts that no, none of this is going to work out for you, then that's all you're going to see. 
So whatever thought you were feeding is what you were going to see in front of you. That is your hard drive. Your subconscious mind is saying, oh, you want proof? Here you go. Here you go. So tell it the kind of proof that you want. Zoom out. Look at what you have done, what you have accomplished. Start finding gratitude for the littlest things that you are doing on a daily basis. You might not be where you want to be yet, but who is? Seriously. Like we all have moments where it's like, let's be grateful for what we have. And you can be grateful for what you have and still want more. That's not greedy. That's not greedy at all. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're never going to have more if you can't stop and be grateful for what you have now. And I believe that that is the practice of gratitude is going to change what you see and it is going to start to change your thoughts. It's going to start to change your lens with how you see the world and it's going to really shape and change so many things. So much like the story of, you know, which wolf wins We've got the one that is like all the negative, the critical, the judgmental comparison, or we have the one that's joy and love and gratitude. Whatever one wins is the one you feed. It's just that simple. It's the same with thoughts. The ones that win are the ones that you feed. You get to decide which ones you feed every single day. And the second you think that you don't get to decide is when you have given away your power. You've literally given away your power and you're like, yeah, that just can't, it doesn't work out that way for me. And you know what? You're right. You're right. So if you're going to choose to give away your power, then you're putting yourself back in that corner and keeping yourself stuck in that situation. And you know what? Let's just say it. You've come way too far to step back into that because it's not true. You know, it's not true. You know, it's not. I am sending you so much love, lots of positive energy, and be so freaking mindful and aware of what thoughts you are feeding, because the ones that you feed are the ones that get to live, and you get to decide which ones those are. Always cheering you on. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.